Coming up, we're going to be giving you a 101 of the holidays at Disneyland and much more from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida and points around Southern California. This is the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 750 of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged for the week of November 12th, 2019. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disneyland, Disney World, Disney Cruise Line vacation. Be sure to visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, filling in for Pete Werner while he is enjoying himself out in Tokyo Disneyland. A little jealous, but I'm hoping he's having a great time out there. Um, to join me for this week's episode, we have... Who am I going to? Tyler Crouch. Boom. There you go. Gotta keep hey, everyone. It's, Tyler. It's, always a, it's always a surprise with yeah, you, Rhino. I know. I was waiting <laughs> to see. I like to see if I can catch somebody off guard. But So we've got Tyler Crouch. We've got Katrina Manzoni. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. And we've got Luella Loriola. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. And then in the back, the man that makes it all happen, Mr. Craig Williams. Ahoy. Yes, yes, yes. Always, always the uh, the mastermind of the Diz. Um, so, uh, you, like Gross. I said in this... What? Gross. Gross? The mastermind? Uh, anyway, um... Yeah, so in this week's episode, I figured the uh, the holidays have started at the um, – they're about to start as of recording this, but as the time uh, – as of this episode airing, they have officially begun on um, November 9th. Nope. Yep. Yep. Yes. And Okay, yeah. sorry. Yep. You know what I did to mess myself up? I put today's date in my notes, so, you know – Good, good information for myself. But anyway, so the uh, yeah, all the holiday stuff is starting in uh, just two days of this recording. Like I said, as the time this goes up, they'll have already had started. I am super excited about this. I actually have never been to Disneyland for the um, Christmas holiday season. Um, I just vicariously live through all of you folks out there um, that post everything and, um, you know, you guys that are sending all that info our way and someday maybe this year i don't know i'm hoping for maybe a quick weekend in december but but we'll see but uh before we get to all of that stuff all of the 101 and all the uh, special holiday happenings out in disneyland we're going to talk about the things that we are most excited for in the land this week and i'm going to go first so the first thing for me is that we have the uh the final video in our first round of our masters of magic um series where um we interviewed steven Deshavi, who is a show choreographer for the Disneyland Resort. Um, and Stephen has had a pretty interesting and varied uh, background with Disney. He he helped um, choreograph the new version of Fantasmic that's currently showing out at Disneyland. And he has... Um, also worked on the Festival of Fantasy Parade here at Disney World, and, and he was out in, I believe it was Tokyo Disneyland as well, um, doing some stuff out there for a while. So it's a pretty good, it was a really, really good uh, interview, and he's very he's a very lively person. So I definitely recommend checking that out at youtube.com slash disunplugged. Um, th that will be up just following this video. So it should if be there by the you're, time you're done watching us. So Yeah, and if you're a big fan of Fantasmic, you should definitely check it out, because yeah. he says so many really interesting things about it. So. Yeah, it's a good time. It was really cool because I I did actually really wonder like where it when a show is created like like Fantasmic or really any of the shows that involve any sort of choreographed movement uh, at Disney like how they start from the ground up and you know it goes from um, idea all the way to what the guests experience. So he really takes us through that. So um, yeah, but if you are a uh, Patreon supporter of the Diz Unplugged, um, his interview was fairly lengthy, um, and I didn't use it all. So I believe that I am going to put up a little bit extra on there for you. So if you are one of the supporters of of us on there, in the I believe it's in the ten dollar up tier, you can uh, check out that video on there at some point. I just want to make sure I put all the uh, make it look a little prettier. Than it does, but now does yeah. he go over the streamer waving at the end? Well, that's on the it's actually plane? it was that was the forty five minutes of the beginning of the interview I had to cut out because oh. it was streamer choreography. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that is the highlight as, as of does. Fantasmic is once the streamers start. <laughs> no, but I will say that didn't actually happen. But I will say that um, when I was putting together the video and 
there is a scene where we were, when we were filming the um, it's not called the Mark Twain out there the riverboat um, the uh, uh, Lily Bell was going through right no the Mark Twain yeah, oh it Mark is Twain. the Mark Twain out there yeah what is ours called the Lily Bell, Lily Bell. is the engine on the back oh okay okay we have the liberty bell the liberty bell, oh, liberty bell. okay yeah. um so yeah. the the ship was going by and i'm telling you right now there is a if you watch this video on youtube you have to look really close at the um the prince eric that is in there because man he takes his streamer uh choreography very seriously like he is dead eye locked <laughs> with the camera slapping that thing like crazy and i was like he feels like this is his big moment and I'm proud of you, Prince Eric. But, um, but the real thing that I'm pretty excited about is, so like I said, we were going to talk a little bit about holidays, but they released um, the Disney Parks blog and, um, and others have released a preview um, of all the different um, food offerings that they're going to have around the Disneyland Resort as part of, uh, as part of this whole holiday celebration. And you guys know me. I like to eat and drink my way through Disneyland. Well, anywhere I go, really. Life. Um, and I had my list right here. I'm just going to run through some of the ones I'm like most excited about because it is incredibly extensive. Um, Disneyland is not messing around when they do themed food for events. Um, but um, so, like I said, some of the things I'm most excited about is at Refreshment Corner, they're going to have a Philly cheesesteak hot dog. And if the photo does it justice at all, it looks amazing. Um, in the Alien Pizza Planet, they're going to have the Space Dip Pizza, which is spinach and artichoke dip, uh, chicken, capicola, and assorted cheeses. The Mint Julep Bar is going to have candy cane beignets. At the Royal Street Veranda, there's these like cinnamon spiced fritters with an eggnog dipping sauce. Hello. That sounds amazing. Do you guys like eggnog? Um, Get out. You're done. No, but I, feed. but I do think that this sounds okay. Like, I think is it – I don't want eggnog all up – I don't want that to be the number one flavor, but I think if it's like a little dip, then I could go I could go a little further with it. I'll put the rum on the side and just drink that. What about you, Lu- Luella? What do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm not an eggnog oh, type geez. of person, but I love to see it there because that means the holidays is here. What so about you, Craig? If I see it on the menu, it's awesome, but Can't I'm not getting it. I, well, I think for me, I think it might be – could it be a northern thing that northerners like eggnog? It, it because might be. it, you know that's I grew up with eggnog. Yeah. So uh, and it's then northern. when I moved into eggnog with liqueur in it, then it was like the next level. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just a northern thing. Well, I know uh, down here, um, uh, coquito is a big thing too, which is also delicious. And it's what is it? It's it's called coquito. It's 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 like a Puerto Rican. It's like their version of eggnog, but it's not. I don't like using comparing it to eggnog even though that's what eli does and i'm like because it's a little different but it's the same idea like a creamy thing but it is loaded with booze um you'll have some at thanksgiving so um (laughs) but anyway um so there's also oh so there's these really cool i thought um at cafe orleans you can get santa's lumps of coal beignets so they're chocolate hazelnut beignets tossed in peppermint mocha sugar and topped with peppermint ice cream Mm -mm -mm. at award wieners they brought uh gingerbread funnel cake fries and then they also have the stocking stuffer funnel cake fries which are um churro funnel fries topped with peppermint icing crushed chocolate cream filled cookies candy coated chocolates crushed peppermint and whipped cream and i am sweating while i'm talking about this right now (laughs) at um there's a special uh cozy cone they have uh luigi's chicken pesto cone um at the Mm -hmm. boardwalk pizza and pasta and this is one that i was like craig has got to be out there with me for this one because it is holiday dinner pizza with roasted turkey, mashed potatoes, turkey gravy, bacon, vegetables, and cranberry sauce. Ooh, keto. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's my first thought too. Um, And then at the uh, Lamplight Lounge, they've got the turkey carnitas poutine. Um, The outdoor vending carts are going to have hot chocolate, cotton candy. These are just like, these are just like the little highlights. They're like treats and other stuff. I mean, it was like pages and pages and pages of stuff. Yeah. I, I, am I the only one that's starting to get worried about this churro epidemic? I have also noticed that there are a ton of churro-themed things like crazy. I will say this is the first round that I was like – there was one that was like purple. I think it's a sugar plum churro. And then there was like a sour apple one. There's, I know there's a chocolate and candy cane yeah. one. And and the sour apple one was here for Halloween, too. So it's the same exact churro that they had for Halloween. So I don't know. I'm, they, must I, like, be, they must be doing well because there's 
they're bringing out even more. And I think they're very Instagram worthy. There's a lot of people that will buy it and take a picture. Yeah. I don't know if they eat it all, but the purple churro looks so cool. And um, the ones with pretzels on it, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot at Disneyland. So I think it could be falling into that realm of like taking a picture with this really fancy churro and everyone yeah. saying, oh, I want to try that. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I mean, yeah. it's clearly it's clearly cheap for them to do it and they can upcharge. The, they get yeah. a little bit more than they do on even a normal churro. And then, yeah, the pictures. So I understand why they do it. I just, I just hope that this isn't like a major focus for them for a long time, I guess, because to me, I'm getting less excited about the churros every time they happen. But... I mean, it'll fizzle out. I feel like, I mean, it, they're expensive. It's like yeah. up to like, what, six twenty-five for a yeah, churro if is, you want to get the dipping sauce? Crazy. Yeah. I feel like they found the way they can upcharge an, expect, an inexpensive treat, you know, in the exactly. park. So, uh, I, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I unmuted myself while I got up and moved around in the back, did some calisthenics. Uh, no, I... See, I'm on the opposite side, though, as someone who doesn't go to Disneyland quite as often. It's... Even if I can't complete every churro that I want to add to my list, like it's it's nice to have the option. And really, when it comes down to just uh, some basic changes to the normal formula to make these specialty churros, it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. So it's I, I get I get it if you constantly are there all the time. So definitely from the local side, it could get boring really quickly. But um, you know, it's it's for an, a casual visitor, I would say at that it's it's nice to have something that's constantly changing with the season, even if it is the same. And that's part of it, too. If you miss that sour apple one. Yeah, it's before it'd be a bummer. Like I missed it. Won't get it until next year. You know, I don't think they should keep everyone year round or use them all year round. But, you know, it's nice to have some some rollovers. Yeah, so. I, I like the idea of mixing it up, especially if you are somebody who likes churros, then you're like, oh, this is like cool. But um, <laughs> but that is something that I am very excited about. Also, I don't think anybody's going to talk about this, so I'm going to bring this up as well. There was a lot of um, holiday-related announcements. So um, there's a very merry holiday tea party coming to Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland Hotel loves these tea parties, I guess, because Katrina, you went, um, you and Tyler did the uh, Halloween one, right? We did. Yeah. I, I loved it. I don't. I don't think you really liked it as much as uh, I did. But it, it was. It was fun. I mean, it was really. It was really fun. I really enjoyed that part of it. That it's like kind of like you get to try these. You get to try whatever tea you want. They'll bring you all the tea you want to drink, and there's like a list of like 20 different teas. You know, you should go check out our Halloween video if you're really interested in the in this in this type of thing because I, it it was cool. The the way they did the desserts and the food and everything, they looked spectacular. Like they were just like. Every every single thing was themed to a villain, and you know I'm sure it's going to be all every single thing is going to be all Christmas themed now. But um, it, it was just it was just a little expensive, and it was not. It, it's more of a thing you do like with a group of people, like a little party get together. You know, it's more of a special occasion type of thing. Is is my is what I think about it. Well, so the, this takes place at the uh, at Steakhouse 55, which is located at the Disneyland um, Hotel. And it's going to take place on dates from November 16th through December 31st. Um, and there will be seasonal teas, um, festive desserts, things like that. Um, such, things like the Monte Cristo Donut with lingonberry jam. Um, you'll get the, sea, uh, the tea sandwiches like cucumber hummus, hummus, smoked salmon, pumpernickel, and the uh, British curry chicken sandwich. There'll be uh, festive sweets like uh, the coal scones, the chocolate coal scones, um, the holiday wreath desserts, um, snowmen, Christmas hats, all those sort of um, fun shapes. And then there'll be some seasonal teas like an apple pie green tea, which sounds delicious. Um, oh, I had that one. It was Amazing. Was it? It sounds. I super wanted good. to buy it from them. I was gonna slip them like fifty oh, yeah. bucks, being like, "Can you just give me a box?" Yeah, they should sell that. <laughs> um, there's apparently gonna be an herbal sugar plum rubius, um, uh, a nutcracker black tea with hints of hazelnut and vanilla, and then they will have specialty cocktails like a pear martini and a peppermint champagne spritz. Ooh. I am all I, about. I will say that we a lot of times when we talk about making reservations and stuff at Disneyland, it, we we mentioned like, oh, you could you can do a lot of things last minute, but this is one of those things that you need to if you want to do this 
go and make a reservation for it right now because it's gonna go like fast. And last for the Halloween one, they even ended up adding Thursdays because they only do it Thursday and then uh, the weekend as well. So Th- this says uh, well, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yeah, right. Okay. And then for Halloween, three. they opened it October for Thursdays because it was so popular. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds it sounds fun if that's your if you're looking for a different type of an experience and and whatnot so um i feel like they're missing out on doing the partridge and a pear martini oh um, (laughs) bam i agree with you that sounds wonderful i'm not not, i like your wordplay it has tickled me appropriately um so enough of me talking about all this stuff i'm gonna pass it over to uh tyler and katrina and one of you guys tell me the things that you're most excited for well tell me one at a time but you know go 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 well in the christmas you do it first and then i'll do it oh fine okay so uh starting uh november 3rd or sorry november 9th so as at the time you're hearing this it's already begun and then it's ending uh november 30th you're going to be able to go, if you have an annual passport, you're going to be able to go and check out the AP Corner again, which for anybody that doesn't know, AP Corner, you get your annual passport, you show them, you show a cast member that that you uh, are a part of our elusive group, and then you will uh, and then you will be able to get some a couple free things and have a, some fun activities. So what they're giving away this time is a um, there's going to be a magnetic photo frame so basically, it is a two-in-one thing where the middle you can punch out, and that can be its own magnet. And then you can put your photo in the middle, hang it on your refrigerator. So it's pretty cool. It looks like a, it almost looks like a little candy cane postcard type of thing. Um, and speaking of postcards, the other thing you can do is create postcards for members of the military overseas. So I think that's a really cool thing. A lot of times they'll do like uh, things for children's hospitals and stuff like that. And this time doing the military, so I think. That is, uh, you know, a nice heartwarming thing you can do for the holidays um, to let everybody know we're thinking of them. And uh, that's so this is going to be located over by the Silly Symphony Swings, um, which is um, right next to Garden the Garden Grill or the Pizza Board. What is it? Pizza and Pasta Boardwalk, I guess they call it. So I think it's a like Paradise Garden Grill. Yeah, Paradise Garden Grill is over yeah. off to the right, but there, there's also the boardwalk. It's under the pasta. Yeah, it's under the Silly Symphony Swings in that right. corner. So yeah. it's going to be like located in that area. So um, you can only get one photo frame with each annual pass and uh, blackout dates. You know, of course, you got to check the blackouts before you get over there. But uh, yeah, it's always fun when they do these AP Corner things, and I'm glad that they're starting to do things besides buttons. So it's you know, go check it out. It's always fun to get this stuff. And they usually have a photographer there, so if you have a group, it's a nice place to take a picture and have someone else take your picture, a really nice picture. So I did actually miss that. There, I'm sorry I missed that. There is a special photo op available, so they will probably have a photographer there, and they haven't showed what the photo op is yet. But I'm sure it says AP in the background. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna do mine now. Okay. Okay, so tis the season for all these cool gifts and stuff. So Shop Disney just released uh, a new subscription for, uh, like, it's a Disney Princess Enchanted collection. And if you go to DisneySubscription.com, you can choose. And there's, so pretty much it's like, it's about, uh, I don't know how to describe it. So it's it's a princess subscription. So it there's two different, like, levels. So you can do a deluxe Disney Princess Enchanted collection or there's a regular basic collection, but this is how you can get Disney dresses and stuff for your little girl or whoever. Um, and so like it goes as low as $74.99 per box, but there's like a catch to it. So there's three levels. You can do a six a year subscription with six boxes, a three box for a six month subscription, and then a box to box subscription. And so the deluxe is an authentic Disney store costume, a read-along storybook and CD, princess stickers, surprises, and activities, an exclusive video greeting from the princess, and a special offer of a $10 off a $50 purchase of Shop Disney at Shop Disney or Disney stores. And then you get an additional two to three princess toys or accessories. And then the basic one is the same thing, but you just don't get the two to three princess toys or accessories. I don't know. I th- and then I think this is really great for gift giving if you can't like really decide on what to get somebody uh, for like a little girl or something. You just give them a subscription. And it's like a surprise. And 
but you can choose the princess. I don't know. You, I, it just, they just give you, I think, a random princess, which is kind of strange. But anyway, so yeah, that's mine. I was, I always, I wish I had this when I was a little girl. It sounds yeah. cool. I mean, it, I, I like subscription boxes. I think they're fun. They can be expensive, you know, but. Yeah, it seems really neat. Like for the deluxe one, I see like a picture and it's of Belle and then you get the dress and then it looks like you get like a little chip cup, a plastic one and then a scepter. So, and then a tiara. So Belle. maybe those would be throughout the whole <laughs> princess her dress. In her dress. My, uh, my niece has a very interesting voice when she gets excited and she should be like, oh, it's Belle. She sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> She's That's wearing her dress. You sound too, right? I'm sure like the most Uncle popular princesses, the most popular princesses that they'll start off with, and then eventually you'll have all of them if you continue the subscription. That's true. I wonder how long it's going to last because you only can get up to a year. So I don't know if you can renew in the next year, or are they just going to cancel it? So you can keep collecting. It seems like it would be a really great idea to get this like right before you're, you're going to go on a Disney trip. Like if you if you know you're bringing your whole family out and just like have a box appear. And bring like some Disney magic home before you go on the trip. She, you know, they can wear the dress to the park and everything. I think that said that would be a, a really fun thing to do for a little one. Hopefully, they do it for little boys too, like a Star Wars collection or something, or a Marvel collection soon. That'd be really neat. I'm sure they will. Reynolds, sure buy it. Will. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I. I love that stuff. I don't care. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, well, thank you, Katrina. What about you, Luella? What are you excited about? I can ask me mine. Oh, oh gosh. Hold on. I think hold on. I'm most excited about the decorations. Oh. They've already started slowly putting up the decorations, but um, by the time um, I mean, next, by the, you know, Pretty much the trees will all be out. All the hotels will be decorated. Uh, Toontown, where I spend a lot of time with my little kids, is fully decorated. And the, no the nice thing I like about all the decorations is it's very thoughtfully planned out. Uh, Donald's Boathouse mm -hmm. has garland with anchors. Everything, Minnie Mouse's has pink garland. And this goes throughout all the parks. If you go into New Orleans Square, it's very New Orleans themed. So I think that's what I love, just walking around all over Disneyland and DCA and seeing all the decorations. Um, and Cars Land is amazing too. But I will say, um, I can't wait to see It's a Small World Holiday in all their twinkling, colorful lights. So yeah. that's one of my favorite, favorite decorations and decor. So I like to take a picture with the trees, but that small world holiday facade in all the colorful lights is, is really hands down one of my favorites. And so when you have decorations though, that means there's Disney parades coming, holiday parades and fireworks. And, uh, I love also Viva Navidad and DCA. There's just so much. So yeah. all the decorations and all the activities is, I can't wait. I'm, I'm already like jumping out of the seat. <laughs> It's like, like Disneyland doesn't yeah. mess around. They're like full force into their holiday. I mean, I guess we are in Disney World as well, but it feels like because you're a little more um, compact that it like really like it's everywhere and all like enveloping and stuff. And it, It's all over. I mean, the Donald Duck's boat. I mean, those are little touches that probably my kids, you know, they see the garland, but I'm like, look at the anchors, you know, <laughs> look at the look at all the. The ribbons in Goofy's house, they're fluorescent green like his hat. It's so detailed that um, it would make for wonderful photo ops uh, if you can get there early enough without all the crowds. Oh, a little Christmas card or holiday card from the family. Mm -hmm. I see mm. where you're yes, going with yes, that. So. Awesome. That's what I'm most excited about, all the decorations. And if you want to know a little bit more about the decorations, Disneyland has a holiday tour where they talk specifically about all the decor in both parks. And as a little added treat, you get front row seats to uh, the holiday parade and you get to ride on It's a Small World. So I've done that in the past um, because I really appreciate all the decorations and I'm trying to get little tips to do in my house. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of thought and planning and I appreciate that they take that thought and planning and not just, you know, put red and green everywhere. Yeah. Well, the tour that um, Luella is talking about is actually called the Holiday Time at Disneyland Resort. Um, and it's a guided tour. It's two and a half hour walking tour um, where, where she said they'll um, uh, where um, the guide's going to share their favorite Disneyland holiday traditions from around the world. You enjoy reserved seating for a Christmas fantasy parade, um, some holiday treats, collectible pin and more. So um, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. 
and you get annual pass holder discounts on those tours. It's 15% off, apparently. So um, pretty pretty neat. Thank you, Luella. Um, Craig, did you have one this week? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I did. So uh, you were looking to have a nice little segue from Luella's Christmas I into know, the I'm Christmas sorry. discussion. And so now I'm derailing it. Please. And on top of that, I'm derailing it with old news, but very important news. Uh, we didn't have a show last week because uh, vacations were happening and such. Tyler was out of town. Uh, there, there was just a lot happening, so we couldn't do that. But there was really awesome news that did come out last week. Uh, when we would have had a show, and that is that uh, after years and years and years and years of wondering whatever happened to Rosita, we are finally <laughs> getting that answer, and that Rosita is popping up at the Tropical Hideaway when that opens up later this year. And the look on your face tells me that you have no idea who Rosita is. Is it at was all. it the was it the bird that was outside of the tiki room? No, no, no that was the Barker. Oh, okay. Yes, Rosita is in uh, in the Enchanted Tiki Room yeah. when the Birdmobile drops down, mm-hmm. and they all sing their song. There's Fifi, whatever happened to Rosita, and because Rosita's not there, and oh, now Rosita's going to be right outside of the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh, it's going to be an animatronic in the tropical hideaway that will be able to interact with guests. And uh, they say, pull up a nearby seat and say hello, but beware, she has a repertoire of jokes and one-liners that would make any Jungle Cruise skipper proud. So I have a feeling it's going to be a very popular photo op for the biggest Disney nerds of us, including the the Enchanted Tiki Room nerds that are out there and that again that includes myself but i i wonder if the average guest is going to have any idea what the importance is probably probably not but i'm super no, but, pumped for it yeah but I, f- I feel like that's a lot of things in disney you know you, there's a, a, they always do little nods to the super fans and you know like figment being in guardians of the galaxy and stuff like you're not going to know that it's there unless you're a super fan. And I think that's kind of part of the fun. And with this, it's specifically, it's a storytelling device. So it actually, you know, that's part of what makes Disney so special. And a lot of theme parks that care about really integrating, integrating and weaving the story, uh, between everything this is actually happening now where you will you will get that full experience going from uh, the experience you get in the in the garden then moving into the show hearing that nod in the show potentially going right outside going into the tropical hideaway and then seeing this animatronic that was also referenced but not seen inside the actual building it is it, it's cool it's it's the stuff that is why I like Disney because they they go more thorough than they need to. Uh, it's a it's a shame it took fifty five years to do something about it, but you know some things are worth the wait. I agree. I agree. I look I look forward to that area opening um, and being able to visit it myself personally. That's just me. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Craig, and thank you guys. And so let's move on into our. Holidays at Disneyland 101. So um, <clears throat> we talked about some of the offerings already, but essentially I'm just going to uh, – we're going to start um, and um, we're going to talk about Disney California Adventure first. So I just want to walk through and um, Luella already said that um, at Disneyland at both parks, they kind of have decorations that go throughout the park um, everywhere. Um, and um, at Disney California Adventure – Cars Land, it, you, know, you know, if you've seen it at Halloween time, I have seen some amazing video and photos of this place. They deck it out like nobody's business, like decorations everywhere. Um, and of course, you can't, it can't be complete without um, some holiday theme song as part of Mater's Jingle Jamboree. It is so hard not to call it Jamboree. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I was like, oh, yeah, the holiday jam boo-ree. Because <laughs> like, that makes sense, you know, Christmas boo-ree. <laughs> um, but that is where you can take a spin through Mater's decorated junkyard with some holiday fun songs sung by Mater himself. I know that I will have to listen to them quite frequently because Craig likes to play them in here all the time. Um, and they are available to stream on Spotify. And then, um, of course, you also get uh, Luigi's Joy to the Whirl. 
um, where you can propel into holiday mode by taking a merry jaunt around Luigi's decked out backyard. And all of those should be up and running by the time of this thing. But um, on top of that, you've got um, themed treats over at uh, the Cozy Co. Motel because there's a special, like I said earlier, the special um, the special uh, pesto chicken cone. And then there's, I know there were um, <clears throat> Santa hat treats and um, some other things as well. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, this? Oh, I actually do have a question. Does it snow in Cars Land? No. Not in Cars Land. Oh, see, I feel like that's just the little the little thing that could put it over the top. Well, what about the um, the shabooms? I know they change it for Halloween. Do they change it for Christmas, or is it still the same? I, I, you know what? I haven't actually seen it, but it, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna guess because I I don't think I've ever seen it before actually. <gasps> Yeah, I don't know, but I really urge everyone, if you're going to go to Cars Land, go in the daytime and the nighttime because the details of all the decorations of like Fillmore's place and is you can see that in the daytime, but at night, just the lights are fantastic. Uh, so, uh, you know, you got to make two stops there in one day. <laughs> yeah, um, it's beautiful. It's true. I like the little touches. I think the, I mean, there's gonna be like that photo off in the beginning when you enter Cars Land with a little snow car, and then they're gonna change it from mm. like, what is it? What is what is it? Says so se- season speedings. Speedings. That's right. Uh, season speedings. Cute. And then they'll have like a new decoration for like that looks like a postcard, and I don't know. You, we always think that it's kind of like it's still kind of like Halloween esque if you want to like talk about it that <laughs> uh, way. If you think about it, if you think about it, they're hanging like mufflers and they're hanging like. Like Spark like Sarge's tree stuff. has like a hood for the for the star and things like that. So in a weird way, they're hanging each other's body parts to put these decorations oh <laughs> up. <laughs> it's kind of strange, but not it's still cool. It like it's that. really cool. Yeah. Entrails <laughs> for decorations. There you go at Cars Land. California Adventure. Well, California Adventure has a pretty big, um, has a holiday celebration as well, the Festival of the Holidays. Um, And this is where you can discover marketplace kiosks serving multicultural fare. There are 12 kiosks um, where you can nosh your way through holiday favorites in a culinary celebration of different cuisines and traditions. And I have been like obsessively looking at the menus of all these places and they look real good. So I'm going to name all the all the kiosks here. There's Merry Mashups, which is a fun fusion of seasonal favorites and will offer a turkey and stuffing tamale. That sounds good. Um, And then there's Winter Wonders, which offers cozy warmth from Mother Earth. And that's where you can find your pumpkin soup with cashew cream. Um, I didn't care for how I said that. Um, And then there's another one called Favorite Things, where there's yummy dishes gifted with flavor. And this is where you can find the cranberry sangria. And you will find me if I'm out there. Um, And then there's also an eggnog cocktail. And then there's Visions of Sugar Plums, which is sweet treats to awaken your dreams, like warm, sticky toffee pudding with butterscotch sauce. There's holiday duets, which is all the, like, kind of perfect pairings of things together, they claim. There's, um... uh, blissfully braised which is the slow cooked savory delights that are worth the wait as they say uh spicy celebrations twist on traditions making spirits bright bruise and bites winter slider land and grandma's recipe um so 12 booths and i want to say one two three of these are new if not more but what do you guys think of this celebration Oh God, I love this celebration. I have a foodie elder son and this is when we go to the park. And I think this is another version of kind of our uh, food and wine, but holiday themed. And uh, what's, what's great about you really have to pace yourself because you can't get it all. Um, but they give you a book and you stamp and we just enjoy trying all the different things. And I love that they put new stuff and they put some oldies, but goodies. Um, some of them will be like a little bit like too strong for me, but it's great because it's kind of like tapas. It's just little bits and pieces here. So, um, and I'm, I'm thankful that they do something like this. So it's not just the restaurants you can go to these kiosks. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, I like, I like that it's not all sweets too. So it's not all just like, Oh, here's all the desserts and everything. Because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Like there's a Nashville hot fried Turkey with dill pickles. There's jalapeno latkes with chipotle crema. There's like this braised pork belly adobo with garlic fried rice. It, I mean, this all looks – it's drinks, it's foods, and it's desserts. And it's like what you said too. I like the idea that they're the, the smaller plates too so you can go and share and you got to – you know, it gives you a reason to keep going back I feel like too. You know, make it you know, a little bit each day. 
Yes. And then one of my favorite things about it, too, is that they have all this unique entertainment that comes out, you know, just during this time. And so you can grab like a little bit of food. And then like one of my the fa one of my favorite things that they do out there is they get these guys called the uh, Mostly Kosher who just come out. Mm -hmm. I, I hope they come back this year because they've been there two years already. I'm not sure if they're back this year yet. But, man, just grabbing like that, gra grabbing that natural hot turkey, like you said, and like going and watching uh, Mostly Kosher is like my idea of a good day. That's the show. Mm. Oh, show. I can't Bo talk. Oh, show. Yeah. There we go. I did it. They're mostly kosher described as a gypsy rock klezmer band. Yeah, no, they're they're very strange, but there's a couple. I mean, they even brought them to Epcot last year for the first time. They, okay. They, they're a West they're a West Coast band, but they were so popular at uh, at California Adventure that they actually got they got together with people who could you know do the show also in Florida, and they created like a secondary band for oh. for Epcot. So interesting. Hopefully they're back. Well, there's also um, some other – what I like, too, is that it doesn't – we have uh, the Disney Viva Navidad Street Party. Sounds pretty cool, too. Um, and that's love where it. you can you can join love the uh, – Love it. Love it. Yeah. I love that it. That song Luella will get stuck in your okay. head for days. <laughs> um, so that's – you can join the Three Caballeros for a colorful street party with musicians, dancers, and giant uh, Mohiganga puppets. I don't know if that – I said that even close, but – um, I don't. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Luella? You seem to be very excited about it. <laughs> well, it's very colorful. The parade is is really like a street party, and those puppets are really gigantic. I think like yeah. there's a person that holds up um, these character, these really you know big characters in there. They move like the sticks with their hands. Um, but this I, is the best yeah. place to see the three caballeros. If you want to see them, you can get a photo op with them because they have meet and greets. And then Mickey and Minnie dress in the festive um, Viva Navidad. It's so colorful and beautiful, and it's a lot of fun. It's a really big party. I always try to make it out to see it because you just can't help not dance. Yeah. <laughs> I love the dancers because they do Mexico and then Brazil, right? Yeah. So they have those two uh, different dance styles that and I, I just, I love it. Yeah, by the end of the Ugh. show, they're like coming together and it really is like kind of a beautiful thing. I know it sounds kind of carny, but it really is. Yeah, um, it's a party, a party in the streets. What I envision if I went to Brazil a little bit more tame. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, the family friendly <laughs> yeah, that's version. That's true. Yeah. PG. Um, well, yeah. What's, what's cool, too, is that um, what I really appreciate is they celebrate the Three Kings Day in January as well. I know that's like right at the tail end of the holiday season, and it, it's it's really just to it's to commemorate the – that's actually what it is, commemorating the end of the holiday with a celebration featuring activities, decorations, and treats. So um, that's fun because that's something that like I know Eli likes to celebrate as well. So it's kind of cool. I'm almost like maybe we should go then to go see the Three Kings <laughs> through king's day but i don't know yeah um but i think that's kind of it when it comes to like really special offerings in california adventure um again um decorations everywhere um we i spoke early in the show about being excited about um food and whatnot that's there and uh, you pretty much there's not a location that you can go to that will not offer a holiday related item that you can get drink food dessert otherwise you know um like the all the sourdough bread is like Christmas trees and snowmen and stuff like that. And I, I, I think that's great. I don't know. I, I love being fully enveloped in holidays. So I really, I appreciate that about it. And the best part about that is too, it's all included with your park day ticket. So yeah, yeah all that stuff we talked about, that's like, if you're just there, you can just do it, you know? Well, obviously the kiosk, you have to pay for the food, but you know, that goes with any park. But so let's hop across the uh, across the Esplanade over to Disneyland Park and talk about that for a minute here. So um, the big difference uh, between your celebration and ours is that you guys don't have holiday parties. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, you get it's to too busy already. So if they shut it down for part of the like for part of the night, a couple nights a week, it would be like chaos. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, at least in Disney World, you guys have multiple parks and stuff for people to go to. So it just makes more sense that they can actually shut one down for the night. Uh, it, it, but uh, out here, it would be a wreck. The the thing about here, though, is I as much as I love Mickey's very merry Christmas party, it's unnecessary. I agree. Uh, it's easily if you took away the stage show, which I don't care for one bit. Um, that's right there is one of the selling points of it. So I, I could just axe that, or instead of doing like the last showing of uh, the friendship fair during the day if you really want to throw that on there go ahead and do it but uh it's not it's not necessary in my opinion um 
the fireworks could easily be shot off daily if they just got rid of the perimeter fireworks, which are cool to see, and that is a selling point of the party. But again, you don't need it every single night. And then the parade could just easily be run at night because we already don't have a nighttime parade to have to worry about. So when you really break it down, with the exception of a bad show, some fireworks that are spread about around the outside of the park, and then free cookies and drinks. That's all you're getting for the party. So I would much rather if we and the store store card. Oh yeah, and a piece of <laughs> a piece of paper. That's it. Costs ninety nine dollars for the card. Everything else is just thrown in. If you don't get the card, you're throwing your money away. But ultimately, it's. I think Disneyland just makes more sense with theirs. Yeah. Have the have the holiday fireworks. Have the holiday parade. You don't need to make everything a money grab. And I'm, that's what's so yeah, nice about yeah, visiting. I one hundred percent agree with you. Here, here. Yeah, I, and I, I definitely, I've always felt that way. I was actually kind of shocked when I got here, and they were like, "Oh, Christmas parties." And I was like, "What?" Um, because the Christmas offerings at Magic Kingdom become the daily offerings the last two weeks around Christmas. So it's like. If you haven't gone to a party by like mid December, you don't really have to go to a party anymore. I mean, you're not going to get the free. It, and up until like last year or the year before that, it was literally only sugar cookies and hot chocolate. Only like last year and the year before did they start adding like like peppermint bark cookies and um, these like other snowmen ones or whatever. And they then they added eggnog and apple cider and stuff. So they started to do stuff, but it's still like $100. I will go to Target and buy it for a dollar. Um, <laughs> I, I will say the one thing about that, though, the, the fact that they do the holiday offerings in the last two weeks is if you don't want to feel like you're in the biggest mess of people you've ever seen in your life, then the holiday party makes a little bit more sense because I can't imagine wanting to go to Disney World in the last... You know, two I don't. Weeks of Christmas. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you because every year that we've done the holiday party, I have felt like smushed in the because really? it's always sold out. The the first ones yeah. with any of them, and like maybe some of them are a little lighter, but that's still yeah. less people than a normal general day uh, at at the park. Yeah, they get lighter um, throughout the season. I don't want to make it about us, but True, yeah. uh, the best the best two days, in my opinion, if you don't want to go to the party, but you want to see the stuff that Rhino just mentioned, go on the 22nd and the 23rd. Even the 24th you can get away with. Starting Christmas through New Year's Day, no. Just no. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Might, you might as out. well just, unless you're Kathy Whirling and you, you just have to go to Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, I would rather take a nail gun to the foot. <laughs> so that's just me, though. Craig, and right I'm, now I'm painting a picture. I'm, I'm on Zeralto, so I could bleed out, but I would <laughs> still rather do that than go to Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. Well, speaking Absolutely of bleeding not. out, um, that's a good segue into Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle. It's not, but I'm going there anyway. <laughs> Get it? Because she, the finger, she pricked her finger. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, gotcha. But um, you guys light up your castle. You know, it, it's if you've seen um, Cinderella's Castle at Walt Disney World, we have the icicles and all that sort of thing all over the castle. And I do actually think it is one of the... If you're ever going to view the castle just once in your life, I think seeing it like that is something that is just like it's burned into your retinas. And you're like, this is I remember the first year they did it and how beautiful it was. And it still it still looks just as beautiful. And, um, you know, now that they fixed the lighting a little bit, because one year it was flickering on and off. Um, But um, you have you do sort of a similar thing with Sleeping Beauty's uh, castle out there. Less fanfare, though, right? You don't you don't have a show. There's no yeah. show involved. We don't have a no, show. Yeah. There's it's, no show or anything. But they decorate it with like some garland and then some ornaments, and then they have the lighting for the icicles. But and the snow on the and roof. the snow, so it still looks really beautiful. Compare, like, I mean, Cinderella's castle, hands down, is probably like my favorite castle. But this is like very beautiful still. I think it's harder to, I don't know, for me, it's harder to take a picture of at night with the. Maybe that's just me with a Sleeping Beauty castle versus Cinderella castle. Cinderella castle is like lit up. Like they they make that thing as bright as the sun. But you know, Sleeping Sleeping Beauty is a little more is a little more laid back, and the snow is really one of the main decorations on it. So. It's classy versus. Yeah. I I don't want to say it because I love the dream lights on Cinderella castle, but I would say it's like it goes as like a classy versus. A, kitschy uh you know out here it's like clark griswold yeah (laughs) the lights out and put them on cinderella castle whereas in disneyland it's just it's very elegantly done they're both 
they are both breathtaking, but two complete different experiences. Yeah. Um, I like this because you can take a picture in the daytime and you know exactly what season it is, what time of year it is. And if you really want to see the castle beautiful at night, uh, get a front row seat of the holiday parade, uh, holiday fireworks. Because all the lights and the surrounding it when they shoot off, that's probably your best picture. Well, that's a good a good thing to bring up too, Luella, is that they you guys have you do still have even though you don't have the party, you still have themed offerings like that we would have here. So you have believe in holiday magic, the fireworks spectacular, which is the um, uh, so the show the show. This is how it's worded on the uh, the website: is let the magic of the holidays fill your heart as the splendid pyrotechnical spectacle fills the sky. The show culminates with the grandest of grand finales as the sky blooms in a rainbow of dazzling bursts. More than eighty thousand twinkling lights illuminate Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle with sparkling icicles and shimmering snow-capped turrets. And uh, as a special wintry treat, guests will be delighted while snow falls from the skies above. Um, yes, and that, here's where our snow is. <laughs> it's here in this park. Yeah. Um, so that snow happens. Uh, it's above Small World Holiday. Uh, it's a Small World Holiday in Fantasyland and over Main Street, USA. Portions of Main Street, USA. And this also says in near Rivers of America as well. So um, yeah, our yeah. Phantasmic is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's like kind of a pretty wide area of yeah. your park that is snowing. No yeah. matter where you go, you're going to see the fireworks and the projections, so no one's left out. Uh, well, how do you guys and, uh, feel about the, the show overall, the fireworks show compared to... I know your your shows, your fireworks shows aren't as consistent as the ones here, but, you know. Depending on weather. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's a great show. I think it's... it's. I really do like it. I think it's it brings in the holiday, you know, feelings just perfectly, and this is where you're going to get your snow rhino. At the end of the at the end of the fireworks, they're gonna put the snow all over Main Street. So, and they just they play like a little holiday jingle, and all the snow starts coming down. And it's kind of a, it really is a magical moment. Uh, and so, I, I think that's one of those things that that's my the one of my favorite parts of the show is like after the show, which yeah. is the snow. So, I just imagine Luella. I imagine yeah. you with like your children, and like you're all in holiday sweaters and spinning in circles in the snow, and. Just oh my god! I, I kid you not. Once those snowflakes come, and you know we know it's not real snow, but you see all the kids what? and they're trying to catch it, and oh, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> the music that they play—it's I I can't even pinpoint it. I cry all the time yeah. because it's just so touching. It's so touching, and you're like, all right, it's it's holiday time. I I I love that we can go there and experience that magic, and I don't have to pay for an extra ticket. I really am glad that it's i can do that every night if i have to luel do you want to talk to me about the um the a christmas fantasy parade that you do as well during the holidays oh it's a really cute parade uh, i think um the highlight of course is santa coming at the end but it's just it it feels really happy they have all these different floats all the different characters and um you know you just can't feel like sad when you see it um, and it's great if you have your hot chocolate and you watch it because it feels you know we're a little bit warm over yeah. <laughs> here in Southern California <laughs> but um, gosh you just feel like you want to bundle up and uh, when you see them in their holiday gear um, the gingerbreads walking around and then Santa comes at the end and everyone's screaming and that Santa's very interactive there's a um, he can talk to you and point to you and I know one time he was pointing right at me and said Merry Christmas uh-huh. so. <laughs> Or happy holidays. It was awesome. That's cute. <laughs> My favorite part is the prancing reindeer. I've only seen the video, but I love a good prancing reindeer with his, you know, his little dance and stuff. But Craig, you've seen both ours and the other one out there. What do you think of the uh, Disneyland one? They're very different. Yeah. So while while they do have similar elements to it, like with the with the classic Disney characters, gingerbread men, uh, the marching soldiers, the reindeer, Santa, I like. Especially at the start of Disneyland's, they it's very more like toy centric with some of the designs, uh, especially like the lead off float and stuff. Uh, I think I prefer Disneyland's music better. It doesn't like, of course, ours we have to have the hook music that just gets stuck in your head until you want to beat it out with the once upon I'm angry, like over and over and over. Well, Disneyland's does the same, but it's just it feels tone it's more toned down uh the only the only thing i hate 
about it, which is just every Disneyland parade. I know it's necessary to have the, the stops and the breaks in between for traffic all the way back to the start with the train and all the way through to the front. It just, it always brings those parades to like a halt when the traffic just suddenly stops and everyone starts moving across and then the yelling starts like go 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 and okay back to the parade now <laughs> it's like a, it's like an annoying commercial break yeah. that you didn't ask for and shouldn't be happening but other than that it's it's very enjoyable well we also have um there are some attraction overlays um as we've already spoken about in the halloween one the haunted mansion holiday continues through um, through the end of the year as well, uh, through this season. Um, and I, I love Haunted Mansion Holiday. And I, I, I know that I think, Craig, you spoke about it, that you actually feel like it's more, you like it more at Christmas time than you do at Halloween time, right? Because it's a Christmas movie. So. I agree with you. It is a Christmas movie, yeah. So it is like, but also like, I feel like the way it kind of ends in the attraction with like the graveyard being all covered in snow, you like it. It's like the perfect transition from the Halloween season into the Christmas season in the attraction, at least, you know, like Mm -hmm. I like because the outside's all Halloween and you get in there. And then by the end, you got the big Santa Jack animatronic and then Sally on the graveyard thinking about boys, that sort of thing. And then (laughs) um, but but I I love it. I know you love it, Luella. Um, And, um, you know, it's one of your favorites. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, I just love Nightmare Before Christmas, so um, it's great that it can extend all the way into Christmas. You know, so I have I can ride this version of Haunted Mansion for a long time, and I know some people think it's a little bit too long, but it just fits the season, so um, I don't mind it at all. I love it. Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. literally the reason why I made my second Disneyland trip. When I found out you guys did that, I was like, I have to go. So, yeah. um, but um, there's also the overlay of it's a small world, which becomes it's a small world holiday, where you're going to hear um, uh, Luella talked about it a little bit in the beginning. Like it's uh, you have, I guess you were saying the facade out front changes and the music changes as well a little bit, right? Yes. So, well, the facade. Uh, <laughs> turns into more different colored lights, like the pinks and the oranges, like really bright, festive lights. So typically it's white, but yeah. for the holidays, uh, they change it to different colors. So it's a beautiful, beautiful photo shot right when it starts to get dusk. So not too dark, so you can see yourself, um, but you can see the lights. Um, and then interestingly enough, every year they've done also sort of a projection show um, that randomly shows up. So if you're there at night and you can watch this projection show off the small word facade. It's super cute. But they changed the music to little versions of um, holiday songs like Jingle Bells, Mm. and um, they're dressed up. They changed some of the outfits. So that's so cute. And it could be very subtle, like maybe just the Cinderella characters carrying a, like, mistletoe. But it's just so adorable. And I love this ride regardless of if it's changed or not. But it's a nice little... um, you know, change. Uh, and uh, I think it's tastefully done. I don't think it's doing anything, any harm to what the classic ride is. Well, it even says in the description online that it said it's adorned in regional decorations as you tour a world of festive wishes and holiday cheer. And I was like, well, that to me fits in perfectly with the the message of Small World. I, I kind of wish ours yeah. did something like that. That's- like my favorite holiday, like, that's like my favorite holiday ride. And I love when you go to England because they have like, the Nutcracker theme. So as soon oh, as you cute. turn that little bend and there's usually Alice, they have like the Nutcracker theme. And I thought that was really beautiful too. That's cute. To add on. I got to get, yeah. I got to do that. That one. projection show does happen every 15 minutes. Actually, it happens right after the clock goes off. So okay. if you want to catch the projection show, the clock starts ringing its little bells and then, uh, and then the projections start. Okay, cool. Ooh, I do have something like a little, so for someone that's never seen the facade of small world, mm-hmm. I, I always it always takes my breath away to ride the monorail from downtown Disney to Disneyland because as soon as it makes that turn to where Small World is, it just like lights up. So if you've never so if you're bringing someone that has never seen the light up fa- like the light up facade for Christmas before, I highly recommend you take them on the monorail from downtown Disney to Disneyland and have them look out the window when you turn by Small World. Cause it blows your, it like blows your mind and takes your breath away. It's so beautiful. And then it makes you get in like the Christmas spirit. Cool. Um, well, so that's kind of like all the holiday offerings there beyond like, again, the food, the snacks, all that sort of stuff. Again, everywhere you go in there, Jolly Holidays got stuff. 
everywhere has got stuff. Um, themed themed food, drinks, and snacks. And um, one big thing that we didn't really talk about, too, that I know that I... I don't know if it's just a local thing or people have heard about it for a while, but there are these Disneyland candy canes that they start making that apparently are like a huge deal. And that starts um, November 23rd and goes through December 5th. And so um, they can be found at the Candy Palace on Main Street or Trolley Treats on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure. But they're not going to be offered in both on the same day. The two alternate back and forth. Um, and... Um, you're supposedly not allowed to line up for it before the park starts, but they still say go ahead of time anyways. And then apparently there's like a wristband distribution. You get um, there's they make about 40 to 45 candy canes per batch. They do three batches a day. So that is only like 120 candy canes a day. So when you get a wristband, it's one candy cane. And um, apparently it's this whole um, process. So you can go during the time, whatever time your wristband says, and then um, you have to get your candy cane by four o'clock, or they're going to give it to somebody in the standby line. Um, it's just, it's insane. But I was reading um, about how they do the candy canes, and essentially it takes three people to like create them. And I, I love candy canes. So this is something that I might try and do just to say I did it. But what about you guys? Is this something that you like look forward to every year that you want to go and get out and do or? I mean, it's no joke. It is like a bloodbath just to go get those wristbands. And for, for me, I just, I like tend to stay away because I'm too uh, yeah. scared to it's like, it's not my thing. Yeah. I hate, I, I'm, I know I'm going to, somebody's going to shoot me for this. I'm sure. But I am the type of guy like mint is for brushing your teeth. I don't. I, want love it. I don't want it in anything besides. What about the grasshopper drink? <laughs> did I miss what you? Sorry, I missed what you said. I said my one of my favorite drinks is a grasshopper, and that's got creme oh, de menthe. Yeah, I like no, it. I, fresh I can't. Oh, see, candy cane bark, like ice cream, like, uh, not bark, uh, just candy cane peppermint stick ice cream. I am like full, like I have to restrain myself from buying too many different types. <laughs> but what about you, Luella? No, do you get out, do you get out and get in line and try and get one? You know, I, I did it one time and it's a good candy cane and they make it all by hand. There's no machine here. So this is why the batches are sp- you know, they're smaller batches, why it takes a time, a lot of time. But people love this. There are people that go every year to try to get that wristband. Uh, wristband. Um, I did it once, and I enjoyed it. But it's a super big candy cane. So, you know, that's a lot of candy cane. <laughs> but I think if you want to, because it's exciting to be there in line, and it's also kind of a little gateway. It's like, yes, you know, holidays are coming. Yeah. And you've got your candy cane. So, um, you know, I... I think it's fine. I, I can't eat. I didn't finish that thing and in the end had to throw it away. But um, <gasps> the whole experience was worth it. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's And I, to imagine that they made made it out of hand. I mean, See, I was thinking so, it was like average mm-hmm. size. Oh, candy no, candy. it's big. Yeah. You, it's big. There's a, you don't have cable, so you won't get to take part in it. Uh, but oh. every holiday season, the Travel Channel will play uh, all of their holiday specials. And there is one, uh, at least one or two, that show how they make the Disneyland candy cane. And it really is the steps like from making making the sugar to then starting to stretch it so it goes from the the clear golden consistency of the melted sugar and stuff to then eventually turn white and put in the peppermint oil in there too and then then from there starting to weave it with the red so that way you get the different color blend and then start to go into the part where you really make it small and then form the candy cane like it's it's absolutely brilliant but i have received two of these in my lifetime the good old-fashioned american way they were handed to me with no work or no effort Uh, (laughs) but that's because it was during an adventures by disney vacation so uh they they surprised us all by giving us everyone in our group a candy cane a whole batch um what's that they must have made a batch specifically essentially i think there was like 30 of us so we basically yeah we we got essentially a whole batch but they are amazing i if i had time that i could waste in a line to get it, I absolutely would. Uh, like Luella has said, and Tyler and Katrina, these things are massive. Uh, I would say just height-wise, take about like maybe four store-bought candy canes and stack them one on top of the other, and that's when oh. you get to the the length of it. But then the thickness of it, it's like 
it's like hot dog thickness. Mm. I, like, um, I like listening to so, you describe candy. Yeah, I know it's the weirdest, grossest descriptions <laughs> right now, but that's legit how big they are. These things are massive, and they are because of how they're fresh made like that you're so used to like getting a candy cane where it's like okay open it up on the wrapper and then you'll just kind of have to suck on it like a lollipop and let it dissolve this is different this has like a softness to it within a little bit of a crunch in the middle hmm. so it's very different from your average ordinary candy cane and so I ate one like right away and then the other one just kind of like chewed on it for about a month and a half Jeez, or so okay. it didn't it didn't go stale until like right at the end so easter that's good to know too but uh they are i know i'm just talked like three to four minutes on these candy canes but it's a big it's, deal it's a very it's a very cool and unique experience yeah it's one of those things where you know i don't know that something like that i think it could happen here but it doesn't we don't have that same it's not built into the culture here the same way so it's like it's just kind of a cool it feels like a throwback um to like you know more of a classic time you know and just kind of a tradition they're trying to keep alive if we were to do it here every single cast member would show up with all their friends and family members and they would be on ebay before it even opened up i think you're thinking of pop finals and yeah. candy canes and <laughs> anything. Yeah, Have okay. Fun with those reds. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, so that that's uh, the Disneyland Resort. Of course, there are the decorations, like we said, that carry through all the parks and everything. And then, um, if you pop out there and head over to Downtown Disney, uh, they've got it all decorated out. They they've got uh, holiday trees, twinkling lights. The they have got the uh, the shops the. The windows in the shops are all done up and everything. And and then at the resorts, they each have um, a holiday or a Christmas tree there as well. Um, but at the Grand Californian, they do something a little special there, don't they? Um, yes. They have a, a, a massive uh, giant gingerbread replica of the hotel that is seven and a half feet tall by 12 feet wide. And... Was created with over 500 pounds of gingerbread, as well as 60 gallons of frosting and icing, and it took 25 artists, engineers, and bakers to instruct uh, to create this thing. What happens with it? Does it just sit there? Yeah. Yeah. It smells good. It actually smells really good. You can smell it all through the entire lobby. It's kind of amazing. I mean, it, like you said, it takes so much work, and we're like with the Halloween one they just did recently. It's like if you catch them at the right time, you can watch them putting it together. And you know, I've I've actually had like a chat with some of the some of the bakers before, and they're really nice every time, and 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 it's it's just incredible to watch them put it together. I love the stained glass doors that they do to replicate the main entrance. They have these like beautiful stained glass of kind of like the Disney California Adventure items that you can see and the candy version looks so real yeah stained it, sugar it's you know so <laughs> I, it's so beautiful and then what? they do don't they do santa claus in the main lobby too uh I, yeah. well it's yeah. kind of different every year i feel like but one of the fun things too is that they put little hidden mickeys all over it so you can go and look for hidden mickeys as well and it is just like a nice little like break time thing you go stare at it for 10 15 minutes and smell and, it and smell it yeah don't touch it no. Don't touch it. <laughs> you, you can get your eggnog-themed drink like I would and go admire the gingerbread house in the lobby. And I'll be doing it go. alone because none of you like eggnog. And usually when they set up this uh, the gingerbread house and stuff, they put a little tiny uh, like food thing off to the – like not a cart, but like a little table off to the side. So they did like Halloween treats and stuff. And last year they did Christmas stuff. I'm assuming they're going to do it again. I'm assuming they're going to have hot chocolate and eggnog and – and cookies and all sorts gingerbread of gingerbread and stuff, like kind of like what they use for the gingerbread house. Yeah. Well, I think that's it then, right? Is that uh, did we did I miss anything or that you can think of or I I, I mean so. that was kind Come of all. Come see that was the listed, Christmas so. stuff. Yeah, it's a great time of year. Well, they'll be, also if you're staying at the Disneyland Resort, like we said, they they uh, there's special stuff happening. The, there was the uh, tea at Steakhouse 55, but then also Trader Sam's is going to have some special. I think there were like three holiday cocktails that they had listed. Um. My Probably guess is mug. there'll be a mug. I'm, I'm assuming I'm I'm not looking forward to that. I am and I'm, and I'm not. I'm assuming it's going to be a, the elephant repainted again. But yeah, you know what? The right. elephant didn't seem to be that popular, so I'd kind of be surprised if they did the elephant again. If it's anything like Orlando, they will be trying to get rid of the stock that is still left over of last year's. 
elephant. So yeah. um, uh-huh. I, I would assume there's no new mug this year. Safe to assume. Okay. Well, well. Thank you guys for having this uh, discussion about the holidays. It is. I'm really getting into the spirit now. You will have already experienced it by the time this uh, episode mm-hmm. airs, which I will be super, super jealous of. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess I guess that will do it for this episode. Um, if you want to, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to our channel, and you can find more Disney related content from Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, all these. Pretty much anywhere we go that's Disney, we're gonna put some videos up there so if you're interested in it go ahead subscribe click that little bell you'll get notified whenever we upload a new video um if you're listening on itunes please feel free to rate and review the um the podcast as well we do always look for constructive uh criticism and if you have anything uh, topics you want to hear us talk about between now and the end of the year it's crazy to think that we only have like i mean if this is the episode for november like next week we have like not many episodes left. Um, yeah. And I just want to say for everyone out there, too, don't forget that we have a live show um, coming up, a 12-hour marathon show. That will be the Saturday after Thanksgiving, um, and that date is November 24th. Um, Craig, do you remember the time of day that is? 10 a.m. To 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time. So hours a little shifted if you're watching this on the West Coast. So. Um, Yes. Seven yeah, seven to seven. I was going to do it backwards I, I and tell you que- one to one. I, <laughs> I heard the question a couple times. We are going to be archiving parts of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so yeah. It dep- I mean, it depends. You never know. Like, I, I, the idea being that maybe we'll chop off some of it, but there is definitely going to be stuff that you will not see again in right, that thing. Right. So we do encourage you that if you want to see whatever we're going to do and you've got the time, then you're going to want to watch it then, and it's no guarantee that it'll come up later. But, um, but yeah, so um, that'll do it. Thank you guys for having this talk with me, um, and uh, we'll see you next time with an all-new episode. But uh, between now and then, I hope you uh, have a good uh, start to your holiday season. Bye, everybody. Bye.